Unmasking Terrorism in Sri Lanka in 7 Slides Here's a synopsis. On 21st April, 7 to 8 suicide bombers targeted churches and star hotels around Batikaloa, Colombo and Nogumbo in Sri Lanka, killing 320 and injuring over 500. On the one hand, the Sri Lankan government admits to a security or intelligence lapse. On the other, the serial blasts are also seen as one of the most meticulously planned precision terrorist attacks in recent years, next only to 9-11. The Sri Lankan government has named the National Tawheed Jamaat as the organization behind the attack, while the Islamic State IS, too has claimed responsibility. Zohran Hashim, leader of the NTJ, is also suspected to have ties with the IS. But why the sudden attack on churches when communal tensions in Sri Lanka have brewed historically only between the Muslim minority and the Buddhist majority? Who are the National Tawheed Jamaat? And what is their connection to the Tamil Nadu Tawheed Jamaat based in Tamil Nadu? Read on. Here's the first question that begs an answer. Did the Sri Lankan government know about the attack? According to a Times of India report, the Sri Lankan government had received tip-offs from Indian intelligence of an imminent jihadi attack and had also pointed to the NTJ as one of the organizations that could be involved. A New York Times report states that Indian intelligence officials warned their Sri Lankan counterparts hours before the attack. I quote, it was the last in a series of unheeded alerts, including an April 4 warning and an April 11 intelligence memo that warned of attacks on churches and named the plotters. President Maitripala Sirisena admitted to the security lapses. He said, I must be truthful and admit that there were lapses on the part of defence officials. The Sri Lankan government named the National Tawheed Jamaat as the organisation behind the attacks. Now, what is the National Tawheed Jamaat? And who is Zohran Hashim? The National Tawheed Jamaat or the NTJ is a hardline Wahhabi organization that splintered away from the Sri Lanka Tawheed Jamaat, which in turn is the Sri Lankan wing of the Tamil Nadu Tawheed Jamaat. All three organizations are against the Shirk, a term used loosely to mean polytheism or any ideology that goes against the Wahhabi school of thought. The Sri Lanka Tawheed Jamaat's leader, Abdul Razik, was arrested in 2016 for inciting hate speech against the Buddhists. The SLTJ is, in principle, against the Buddhists, against the Christians and even against other forms of Islam. The NTJ has a more radical stance thanks to its most visible leader, Zohran Hashim. Zohran Hashim is a Sri Lankan cleric from the Battikaloa area. He is said to have carved out the NTJ from the SLTJ in 2014 in Katanguri. He has thousands of followers on YouTube and Facebook where he posts videos in which he expounds Wahhabi rhetoric in Tamil. The NTJ is also linked to a series of cases of vandalism from last December in which Buddhist statues in Mawanella in central Sri Lanka were damaged. In a photo released by the IS in which it claimed responsibility for the blasts, Zohran Hashim was seen standing with other suicide bombers against the backdrop of the IS flag. His links to the international terrorist organization are now being probed. He is also suspected to be one among the suicide bombers but there is no confirmation on this yet. A statement from President Maitripala Sirisena said, The intelligence sections have reported that there are international terror groups which are behind the local terrorists. According to Hilmi Ahmad, Vice President of the Muslim Council of Sri Lanka, 
all his videos are uploaded from India. Connections to the international terror group would explain how the little-known NTJ could pull off such a precise terror attack. Now, are there terrorist outfits in Sri Lanka? Enter Pakistan. After the 2004 tsunami that struck Sri Lanka and Maldives, Idara Khidmate Khalq, the charity wing of the Lashkar-e-Tayyaba made its presence felt through disaster relief. It raised its head yet again in 2016 as the Falah-e-Insaniyat. Sri Lanka and Pakistan have been on the best of terms from the partition era, when the Muslims of Sri Lanka supported the partition, although they had no role in the matter. During the Bangladesh crisis of 71, Sri Lanka granted refueling rights to Pakistan as India withdrew overflight and landing rights. The Pakistani army and civilian aircraft made 174 landings between March to April that year, transporting troops and ammunition. The Sri Lankan government in turn took the help of Pakistan to wipe out the LTTE through a series of airstrikes in 2008. The close ties between Sri Lankan security forces and Pakistan military allowed the ISI to develop local contacts. The Lashkar, in the meantime, has continually sought to tap the growing radicalization of the Muslims in Sri Lanka for global jihad. Thus far, 38 Lankan youth are understood to have joined the IS. What is disturbing is that in 2014, the National Investigation Agency, the NIA, arrested Tamil Ansari, an Indian Tamil, and Arun Silvarajan, a Sri Lankan, in Chennai on charges of spying for the ISI. These arrests, as well as the Tamil Nadu Tawheed Jamaat's influence in Sri Lanka, pose a clear and present threat to South India, specifically Tamil Nadu. But why were churches targeted? Defence Minister Ruban Vijayvardhane said on Tuesday, the 23rd, that preliminary investigation has found that the bombings on Sunday were in retaliation for the attack against Muslims in Christchurch. The minister was referring to the terror attack in Christchurch, New Zealand, in which a gunman killed 50 people in two mosques in the area. As yet, this is still a theory. The dominant religion in Sri Lanka is Buddhism. According to the 2011 census, over 70.2% of the population are Buddhists, 12.6% Hindu, 9.7% are Muslim and 7.4% are Christians. Over the last decade and a half, and especially since 2013, with radical Islam on the rise in the country, an equally radical form of Buddhism has cropped up. For every SLTJ and NTJ, there are Buddhist fringe outfits like the Bodhubala Sena, that openly call for violence against Muslims. With tensions already high among both communities, the Christian community of Sri Lanka could be seen as a soft target. In fact, since 1891, the percentage of Christians in the community has declined from 10% in 1891 to 7.4%, which is a little over 3 lakh people as of 2011. If one were to go by reports of involvement of international terror outfits, a Christian target as opposed to Buddhist or Hindu targets, seems logical, in accordance to precedence. Now, are the Tamil Nadu Tawheed Jamaat, the Sri Lanka Tawheed Jamaat and the National Tawheed Jamaat connected? At the face of it, the Tamil Nadu Tawheed Jamaat is in no way involved in the serial blasts in Sri Lanka. Nevertheless, all three organizations are linked ideologically and are offshoots. Formed in 2004 by P. Jainul Abdeen, 
also known as PJ, the Tamil Nadu Tauhi Jamaat, the TNTJ, started off as a non-political religious organization that preached true Islam. PJ was one of the founders of the political party Tamil Nadu Muslim Munnetra Karagam, the TMMK, along with the Indian Union Muslim League and the Manidaneya Makkal Kachi. It acted as a Muslim vote bank during elections. Now, PJ was expelled from the TNTJ in 2018 following a sex scandal. The TNTJ's ideology is influenced heavily by the Wahhabi ideology that drives the ISIS, IS and other terrorist outfits. Now, on February 2016, the TNTJ held the Shirk Eradication Conference in Trichy, attended by a crowd of thousands the speakers called for the destruction of the dargahs destruction of idol worship and other forms of islam that differ from the wahhabi ideology just as the members of the ntj were arrested for vandalizing buddhist statues in december in 2018 the sltj too indulged in hate speech against the buddhists abdul razik its leader was later arrested and made to apologize tamil nadu born wahhabi clerk basit bukhari now based in uae has ties with Zohran Hashim of the NTJ and P Jainul Abdeen of the TNTJ and Jawaharullah of the MMK now this is a well known fact now the TNTJ boasts of a presence in Qatar UAE USA UK France Australia and Sri Lanka in 2015 when the SLTJ invited PJ to unveil a Sinhalese Quran Sri Lankan Muslims vehemently opposed his entry forcing the government to eventually deny him entry in his videos the national tauhid jamaat leader zohran hashim speaks of the eradication of the shirk destruction of dargahs and links jihad to violent cleansing all of these ideas are in tandem with the ideology of the tamil nadu tauhid jamaat and the sri lanka tauhid jamaat it is important to note though that the views of the tntj sltj and the ntj are exceptions and not the norm just as the views of the hardline buddhist organizations are not reflective of the larger buddhist community here is where there is the perception problem islam entered sri lanka in the 11th century with traders from the middle east at the time the middle east controlled maritime trade and many traders and merchants settled in sri lanka married and converted their wives to islam buddhism which was always the dominant religion and which experienced a revival in the 19th century coexisted peacefully with Islam and Christianity in Sri Lanka despite the fact that the status of muslims in Sri Lanka is that of secondary citizens in the constitution they did not side with the LTTE they faced violence from the LTTE and were gradually pushed out of a number of areas along the coast until the outfit finally fell radical islam that too among fringe groups has picked up steam only since 2013 thanks to the presence of lashkar and the clandestine support of the international terrorist groups like the IS parallelly the bodubala sena sri lanka's most active buddhist extremist group has been blaming sri lankan muslims for the country's fall into immorality since 2012 it is also a political party the right against muslims in kandy in early 2018 was a sign of the growing animosity of the fringe group against the muslims The attack on the churches in Sri Lanka has left the country highly vulnerable to interfaith tensions that did not exist earlier. Now, is there a threat of terrorism in Tamil Nadu? 
there are a number of ISIS supporters and Wahhabi ideologues in Tamil Nadu's regional language online community. From sharing photos of IS operations to videos of NTJ and TNTJ leaders to posting ISIS news updates, Tamil Nadu's police are as yet silent on the growing number of Tamil Nadu Muslims who support or empathize with the terrorist groups. Since 2016, the MMK, the Tamil Nadu MMK and other Muslim political parties have been sidelined during the elections for allegedly receiving foreign funding from the UAE, Saudi Arabia and Turkey. Extremist Wahhabis have also infiltrated the Juma Masjid, Walaja Masjid in Triplicane and the Mount Road Dargah, all Sunni shrines. Property worth 4,500 crores is also gradually being encroached upon by Wahhabi extremists. Dargahs in Tamil Nadu, especially in Nagur, Chennai and Nellur attract large number of Hindu devotees. Now attempts are now being made to destroy these shrines. The arrests and deportation of two Chennai youth from Turkey under suspicion that they intended joining ISIS. The Shirk Eradication Conference of 2015. The arrest of Sri Lankan and Indian Tamil spies who work for the ISI in Chennai. The growing number of such incidents does not bode well for the security of South India.